And just like that, your season can change. It takes one win or one loss for you can either have maybe a victory Monday or an overreaction Monday. All right, what is going on, good people? DJ right here coming back at you. Flock Nation speaks the uh, Ravens rewind for the Bengals game. Week five, a game that I think we all anticipated. A game I think we all felt like, let's see how this going to go, right? Let's see how this going to go. After last year, the way last year was, I think we all kind of felt like it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up, and I think that AFC North race right now, uh, right now, I think it's a toss-up between the Bengals and the Ravens. It depends on if the Bengals get it going, and it depends on if the Ravens can stay consistent and not, you know, and and learn from their mistakes previously in the season, specifically against a really good Bills team and a really good Dolphins team. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But real quick, you know, you can always watch or listen to Flock Nation Speaks on YouTube. Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the watch platforms, at least. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, et cetera, et cetera. But real quick, I, I, I ain't going to be uh, I ain't gonna be too long-winded with this one. I, I was excited for this game. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, I was really excited coming in because after last year, first things first, after last year, I think you couldn't help but be a little bit excited to see what, what the Ravens were going to do against the Bengals uh this year with it with a healthier team but at the same time we 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 talked about it all off season we talked about it going into the season the Bengals have been talkative right uh the Bengals have been talking they have been chirping those receivers have been chirping Joe Burrow has been chirping right uh and you know I know for one Marlon Humphrey did not forget it Marcus Peters said hey 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 look over here Look over here. I'm back. I'm back, brother man. You know, I, I'm 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 back. I'm I'm right here. You ain't got to worry about me. Uh, and and then the rest of that defense just 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 showed up. Let's start right there. Let's start right there. Defensively, what a game. What what a what a game. Uh, I think they had uh with the one pick uh again against Burrow, um, and really just did a good job of slowing down Jamar Chase, which is a hard thing to do. I mean, the Ravens saw it last year, but I mean the whole league saw it last year. But, like, at the same time, my biggest thing with the Bengals last year is it just felt like nobody could guard Jamar Chase. It felt like it felt like literally, and that's a fact, right? It felt like literally Jamar Chase was wide open all the time. Like, I know he had some good contested – I know he had some good uh, contested catches last year, but at the same time, it feels like – it felt like last year that – that everybody like Jamar Chase was just open. I don't know if people were playing their typical coverages and his ability to run routes and his ability to get open and his ability to make difficult catches. We saw it on the, the back shoulder that he turned into almost like an inside shoulder type throw uh, where Marlon had good coverage, but it didn't matter because the, the throw and the catch was better. 
like Jamar Chase is a dog. Like we know this. T. Higgins is a dog. Like we know this. Tyler Boyd is a dog. We know this. Hayden Hurst is like that. Like Ravens fans know that more than anything, right? I don't think we got nearly as much production as we thought we were going to get from Hayden Hurst, but Hayden Hurst is a dog. Like, let's be honest. But still, the ability for the Ravens, and I know the the Bengals did not play with T. Higgins pretty much last night. I mean, he was there, but uh, I, I, he was in like the first quarter for a little bit, and that was pretty much it. He had had that ankle injury, I think. I think it, I think it was an ankle injury. And uh, to see to see what the Ravens did defensively, because I, I think that was the biggest concern coming in. It's like the Ravens are big play prone, and the Bengals they are the big play guys. Like all of them can break you off for a big play. Right. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow got to hit anybody. Jamar Chase, he can break break tackles. And I mean, and he's fast, too. On top of that, T. Higgins can break tackles and go over the top of you. And then, you know, Tyler Boyd, you know, he still got got some speed out there, too. So everybody can break a big play. And that's what I was saying in the preview. In the preview, I felt like if the Ravens could come out and limit the big plays, I honestly I don't think I don't think there's a there's there's an offense in this world that can play against. A, a, a secondary that's this talented when you're not giving up big play after big play. And I'm talking about the one play touchdown. I'm talking about the two play, three play drive, right? Like, like when the Ravens aren't giving up big plays, it's hard. And, and, and this is for anybody and this is for any team. It's hard to nickel and dime you all the way down the field. Cause eventually the Ravens defense is so opportunistic. Eventually they're going to make you pay. Uh, for having to, to drop back so many times, having to hand off so many times. That was the only kind of biggest issue I had with the defense last night was just the run game, the lack the lack of uh, run support. It felt like Joe Mixon was gashing the Ravens. Like, and, and especially once the momentum turned after that Lamar Jackson interception, that's when it felt like the momentum, you know, started. Not only did the momentum start to turn, but at the same time, it was one of those situations where they were running the ball like it was nothing, right? They could, they might couldn't couldn't do a lot when it came to passing the, the football, but they could definitely run the football yesterday. But defensively, I mean, considering the things we've seen, considering the craziness of this entire season, and, and I think we saw glimpses of it last week, but I think this week it, it kind of was made whole again, right? Like they got the they got the big stop at the end when they needed it, right? They got big fourth down stops. Right. They got turnovers, at least, you know, I, I, you know, they had the one like the one turnover, you know, that that always shifts everything. And they just played well. Marcus Peters, I mean, dude's like the X factor right now for, for, for the Ravens, I feel like, because I feel like Marlon is great and he's playing very well this season. But I think the fact that he has his guy and Marcus Peters right there beside him, it just it gives him that ease. He ain't got to press as much. He ain't got to feel like, dang, I got to get this pick. I got to get this fumble. I got to make this tackle. Like he, he, he can, he can play relaxed. He can play Marlon Humphrey football. He can be physical and do exactly what he needs to do to get the job done and, and kind of be the player that he's always been. And then, you know, Marcus Peters, you know, like I was saying before, I mean, he just, he just feels like he's back. Right. I don't know if he's quite a hundred percent yet. I know he had a quad injury going into the game, but like I knew, you know, I knew it was going to be tough if he didn't play, but I especially with the youth at corner and, and DB. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking if Marcus Peters plays, 
they're gonna have a hard time because this this defense is weird, right? The Ravens defense is weird. They they <laughs> they just are. The Ravens defense is weird, right? They they have these these stretches where they play lights out. They're everywhere. The, the play Marcus Peters made on that little shuffle pass when you know when it was goal to go for the for the Bengals to. I'm trying to think. I think it was to take the lead, uh, and that's when the Bengals end up going for that fourth down. Uh, the shuffle play, like that, was beautiful, beautifully played. Patrick Queen had himself a game. He had actually he was the one that had to pick. I was so happy for him, considering he's got all you know all this criticism too. I, I mean, I think he'll be able to you know to face that adversity and keep going. Uh, I, I think he played well. I mean, I think the entire defense played well. The defensive line wasn't necessarily getting to the quarterback, but what have we been talking about the last couple of weeks? If you can't get to him, do the you know the thing I feel like JJ Watt invented, right? Get your hands up and knock the ball down, you know, and that's what they were doing. Worst case scenario, I mean, JPP had his first sack, but worst case scenario, like if you can't get to him, they were batting the ball down. I thought I thought we was playing. I thought we were seeing great net play <laughs> in a volleyball game or something. Like they just they played so well. The defense played so well. Offensively, now, offensively was was hit or miss, right? Once again, I think that this offense shows a lot of potential. Now, albeit without Rashad Bateman, I don't know what more you can expect out of this offense without Rashad Bateman, with J.K. Dobbins still trying to get himself going. He looks good, but he's still, you know, I mean, J.K. didn't play the preseason, uh, and I don't blame him. And, you know, he he hasn't played in, in a year, right? So it, that that's tough. Right. This once again, this offensive unit is still gelling. I think one, I think especially once November gets here and this team is actually a little bit more healthy. I, I think they could be dangerous. I think they got to right the ship a little bit as Ronnie Stanley kind of gets into the fold. Shout out to him for being able to come out there and, and get his first start in pretty much two years. You might as well say. Man, like just to see this offense trying to, you know, kind of coming back together, I think I think is huge, you know, because you got Falele when you need him. Uh, you know, he can play play on the right side if needed. He can play on the left side if needed. You got Makari if you need him, right? You know, you got depth at the offensive line again, it feels like, at least in, in, in a couple of spots. You got Kristen Cologne, uh, you know, I think – I can't remember. I, I can't remember if Lindebaum got – yeah, Lindebaum got, got, uh, got a little singer or something like that and – it was it was nice to see uh Kristen Cologne come out there and you know he he did his job. You know, the ultimate pro. I think he, you know, we talked about it plenty of times. He there's a reason why he's on the team, right? You know, he he's he's a guy who's come in on short notice and, and did exactly what he's supposed to do. Offensively, you know, there were some big plays missed. You know, Lamar missed missed uh Devin Duvernay on a deep ball. He missed Tylen Wallace on a double move. Um you know, and he missed Demarcus Robinson. He overthrew it, and that's when he when he threw that pick. But you know, I I think at the same time, I, Lamar doesn't do that very often, right? How how many times can you look and be like, dang, Lamar missed a bunch of throws tonight? Not not it's it's not it's not very often because a lot of times what Lamar will do is Lamar might miss a throw, but he gonna get it back for you. And I think he did in a way, like with the run game. Late in the game, like he was the one that was that was making sure like we gonna win this game. I'm gonna ice this game. Like worst case scenario, we are gonna put the best kicker out on the field, and if he miss it, he miss it. But you know, Justin Tucker don't do that very often. So that that that's the thing. Lamar Lamar Jackson came out there, and and I think he I think 
even on you know because because it's not about the mistakes you make it's not about missing those throws it's about what you do after the fact like i get it they could have blown the doors off of cincinnati if he hits those throws but he missed them can't take them back right so what do you do how do you respond uh you know how, how do you get it going and plus like you know it, it, it's tough too because there's a chemistry aspect of it that i think sometimes isn't really seen either because these guys haven't really played together that much. Uh, th these receivers, a lot of them, a lot of them feel like they're brand new. And if they're not brand new, they're getting opportunities in game, in game speed that we ain't seen in over the past couple of years. I love the usage of Devin Duvernay. I don't know why we have to have an injury to Rashad Bateman to get Duvernay utilized correctly. Like let him be the Swiss Army knife that he is. Let him use his speed. Let him use his agility. I like that, but at the same time, like it shouldn't take an injury to Bateman to feel like, okay, now we're going to use Duvernay like he should be used. Right. Prochet, I think had a catch and I know, let me think, let me think, let me think. I know, uh, I know likely got in. I would love to see him a little bit more. Uh, he got in, he had a big, uh, what was it? Third down catch that probably should have been a first down. I don't know how he didn't end up getting that. Uh, I know he wasn't, you know, at the line of game, but I'm saying like, just, you know, with his physical stature, I don't know how he wasn't able to end up getting that first down. But still, I think I think offensively, you can see it. You can see the potential. I think, and and, and it's kind of like the offense over the past couple of weeks has felt a lot like the uh, like the defense before, right? The defense, you was like, we see the potential. They just got to put it together. And now it feels like that with their offense. Now, albeit, like, like we said before, let's see what happens when everybody is healthy. Uh, you know, when Bateman's back and you're utilizing, you you, you know, sometimes you need, uh, you don't wish injury on anybody, but sometimes you need to see, okay, Bateman's not here. Let's see how we can utilize these other guys. Because shout out to Tyler Wallace on that double move for getting open. You know, it, it, the, the connection might not have been there, but – to showcase he can do that, that that's that's a big deal, because you know they're gonna use Demarcus Robinson on, on on some on some routes like that. So you know to see Demarcus Robinson getting open, you know that that's a big deal too. And to see the usage of Duvernay, how he was used, right, being used in the most efficient way possible, uh, get him the ball and let him go to work. That's you know that's what Duvernay does, right? Duvernay is gonna take advantage of every opportunity you give him. And I'm not saying give him every opportunity, but like if it's there, let him have it and let him, you know, let 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 him work. Uh, you know, I think the offense, there's so much potential with this offense. You know, and, and I and I said it before the season started. I'm like, this is these wide receivers' chances to prove that they are those dudes, right? Like the Ravens have bet on you. Uh how you want to take that, right? The Ravens have bet on you by not signing a veteran guy, by not signing a guy who, who may be proven, and now it's time for you to prove it, right? It's time for these guys to prove it, and I think DuVernay has done a great job. I think Bateman has done a great job. Um, I think, And I think Demarcus Robinson has come up with some pretty big catches when you need it. He's been open when you needed him to be. What I would like to see from this offense, though, is I would love to see this these receivers find spots to get open when Lamar is trying to escape because sometimes it feels like they're just watching Lamar to see what Lamar is going to do as opposed to trying to find any sort of open window because you know the DBs are thinking about Lamar too, especially if they in zone coverage. 
Uh, but if they in man to man and they right there on you, you know that they still are going to look back at Lamar because at the end of the day, they probably, you know, they, they worried about Lamar too. Like Lamar is that much of a threat when it comes to, to running the football. So, I mean, I think this offense can get better, but I think, you know, consistency is going to be the key. And I, and I think too, I want to see what Greg Roman is going to do. Uh, That's my final point as, as I get ready to sign off. Like, I want to see what Greg Roman's going to do, especially with this pressure that we're seeing, because Ronnie Stanley is not going to be 100 percent, you know. And I should even say not even 100 percent. He might be 100 percent, but he probably ain't going to be in in game shape for for, you know, two or three games just because, you know, he's not playing the whole game. And two, he played in practically two years. So it's going to take him a minute to get to get himself back back into it. So there's going to be probably a little bit of pressure on Lamar, especially because teams still feel like they can run blitz zero. How do you respond? Great, great response from, from Greg Roman calling the game when, when he said, Lamar, go ahead and just take over and run 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 it right into the seat for the defense. But, you know, what else do you have up your sleeve too? You know, if, if, if they assign somebody to Lamar and say, Lamar ain't beating us tonight, like, like it's not going to happen. What do you do? You know, what do you do? How do you get your receivers open? You know, it can't always be the out route. We've seen that, but you know, you know, do you run slant? Do you run screens? What do you do? You know, how creative can you be? But this is a good win, right? This is a good win for the Ravens against a Bengals team who put it on you last year. Like, like the Bengals beat the Ravens down so bad. This is gonna be burned into your mind. Like some of those, like like the AJ Green catch that kept the Ravens out of the playoffs, right? The uh, Tyler Boyd fourth down catch that kept the Ravens out of the playoffs. Like those couple of years, like this is going to be like last year is going to be burned into the Ravens' minds. Not only the players, but also the Raven Ravens fans. Right? They're gonna be thinking about what. <laughs> the funny part is they ain't even gonna really think about what happened this game. They're going to think about what happened last year, even still going into the second game when they play. Did they play week 18? I can't remember right off. But when they play later on in the season, they're going to be thinking about the same thing. So that that that's a big deal, right? It, it, this is a big win. This is a statement win. This turns your, your entire tie because we got to remember the Bengals were still looked at as the Kings of the North before this season started. And a lot of people felt like the Bengals were going to beat the Ravens and not – not just because the Ravens had lost five straight at home, but just because of, you know, the Ravens defense and how suspect it has been at times. So this was one of those games where you win and your trajectory goes up because you just beat the reigning AFC champions, right? You beat the reigning AFC champions and it wasn't pretty, but division games are never pretty. <laughs> I ain't I, it's it's rare, especially in the AFC North, but it's rare to see a division game be pretty. That they ain't they usually are ugly, knockdown, drag out fights. And this was one of them. This was an old school AFC North matchup. And it was it was good to see. It it was it, it was good to see. And you know, the Ravens can only get better from here because they're gonna get healthier. And that's a big deal. It's a big deal for the Ravens to get healthy because once you get guys like Bateman back, 
JK, imagine JK at full force. Like, JK ain't even back yet. Imagine JK at full force with Gus at full force, with Ronnie Stanley at full force, with the rest of that offensive line that they've tried to build this offseason in full force, with a little bit better chemistry with these guys like Demarcus Robinson, right? Of course, you know, you know, Mark Andrews going to get it. You know, you know, Mark Andrews speaking a big game. Mark Andrews had a big game. You know, you know Mark Andrews gonna get his right. Duvernay, we've already seen Duvernay gonna take whatever you give him, right? If it's a handoff, kickoff, it don't matter. Duvernay gonna take whatever you get him. So just to see this offense continues to develop and continue to get healthy, like the Ravens' injury luck last season was so bad, they're still dealing with injuries from last year in Week Five of this year. J.K. Dobbins is not 100%. Ronnie Stanley is not 100%. Gus hasn't even played yet. So, it's it's it's, it's a big deal. And, I mean, you got other guys on the defensive end, too. It's a big deal. I think this is one of those wins. The Ravens can stack on. The Ravens can stack on this win. The Ravens can just continue to stack the momentum on this win, especially with the schedule coming up. It's not weak, per se. Uh, but it's not as tough. Like you ain't got the 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 known juggernauts coming up, right? You got a tough Giants team coming up next week. Uh, a tough defense that knows exactly what you like to do. That's gonna be tough against the Giants. But to see this offense and this defense continue to develop themselves and get healthy is gonna be big. I know Marcus Williams. Uh, he went out with a dislocated wrist and. Sounds like he's gonna be out for for a, a good bit of time, but you know, like 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 I said before, by the time November comes in, uh, especially December, you know, you get into the playoff runs, that that's when health is gonna be at, at, at a premium, and to see that the Ravens have taken their time with some guys, that's huge too. So you know, big win for the Ravens against the Bengals. What was it, nineteen seventeen? You know, shout, shout out to the Ravens for, for for getting the job done, holding Joe Burrow. The 216, that's pretty good. You know, 216, 24, 35. You know, he 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 did pretty good. You know, Tyler Boy had that one that one throw where where uh that one throw where Marcus Peters blew him up, bro. That's that was that 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 was that was good stuff, man. Like like the defense played played, you know. Well, 19 to 32 for Lamar, 174. And and you know, and, and like I was saying, you know, Lamar's not going going to uh still the leading rusher for the, and that's what I'm saying. Lamar's still the leading rusher right now. So once this team gets gets going, once they get healthy, it, you know, they they they, they could be dangerous, you know. Mark Andrews leading the way in receiving. Devin Nuvenet came in there and you know, did his thing too. You know, it is once this team really gets going, like they get they get the chemistry going and everything too, they're gonna be good. Like, you know, Jamar Chase, the crazy part is he still has seven for 50. Like that that's the that's the wild part of it. Like you feel like Jamar Chase was kind of held in check, but he still has seven for fifty. Like it felt like like watching the game when it comes to the eye test and everything, it felt like Hayden Hurst was eating more than Jamar Chase was. Uh, but I mean, they had practically the same amount of receptions, uh, but, but I also feel like, you know, they really made Jamar Chase earn not only his receptions, but just, and he had that one big catch too, like 20 yards or something. Uh, they really made Jamar Chase earn his yards after the catch too. Like it wasn't like, you know, like before where he was just 
streaking down the field. But as always, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. I'm gonna come come back with a uh preview for this week's game against the Giants. It should be good, man. I'm 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 excited uh you know to to continue to watch this this offense and this defense and this team in general just just mature. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, Harbaugh too, you know what you know, how is he going to learn from his mistakes? Because he learned, he, and that's the other big thing. He learned, he learned this week. But, you know, you can always watch. You can always listen to us, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Spotify, all of them. But as always, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys on the next one. Until next time.